Podcasting from her villain's lair, filled with drag queens, processed sugars, and a fully stocked minibar, bringing you unsolicited advice realness. She's blunt. Girl, you better start charging more. Your kindness is not paying the bills. She's hilarious. Look, I am just one bouquet toss away from pulling an Anna Nicole. She's compassionate. Honey, you have everything you need inside of you to make this happen. Stop giving up on you and give away all of those self-doubts. But the fact still remains. She doesn't even go here! Hey, hey, guys, what is good? It is December the 10th, and we have approximately 21 days before we close out 2018. I am not sure how this year went for you guys, but this was quite a bit of craziness where it seemed like this year went extra fast and sometimes painfully slow at the same time in some intervals. It has been a whirlwind and a slow creep at the same time. It has been absolutely insane. But you know what is coming, right? In addition to the um, Christmas carols and the cold weather, you are about to embark upon a lot of changes. You're going to start seeing the whole, you know, new me, I mean, new year, new me type of stuff being posted around with people, people talking about what they're not taking into 2019 all of that goodness. So you're going to see a lot of changes with people wanting to do different things. And I thought, you know, all right, I'll bite. Let's talk about your branding. All right, let's talk about how you need to have this changed and good to go for next year. So that's what we're talking about today. Let's go. Last night was the beginning, the first week of the run engagement season bootcamp. And our first thing to tackle is branding. And I know a lot of coaches may feel this way, but I have to say that the ladies in my camp are phenomenal. First of all, I love the fact that they are looking at their businesses right now and they're saying, okay, I want to change something. I want to get better. And I am absolutely going to make that happen because the way things are right now, they can't stay that way. I love it. And not only are they fired up and they inspire me, but they are inspiring and supporting each other. So I am so here for them right now. I absolutely love them. And like I said, the first thing that we're talking about is branding. And it makes me wonder, you know, now that we just have these 21 days left into 2018, are you carrying over any bad habits, any bad brand images, any bad brand connotations or reputations, either earned or misgiven into 2019 and into your 2019 season? And that's a big deal because if you think about it, you know, a majority of the time when we have problems with clients, it's because they, they're not the right client for us. They're just not. It's something about them, either the way that they prefer to work with us, the way that they prefer to plan, the way that they prefer to communicate. If it doesn't mesh with our brand, our workflow, and our style, then you have a lot of friction there. And where there's friction, there is going to be heat. And when there is heat, you have the potential to blow things up and set them on fire. So if you go back and you look through, you know, the past couple of clients that you have had issues with, ask yourself if 
they have been your best client, you know, if, if they have been like your dream client and how do we get these people who aren't our dream clients? Because of course, you know, not every client is going to be in our target client, um, profile. They're not going to be in our target market. Sometimes it does happen, but why were they attracted to you in the first place? Did you chase after them? I guess you could say. How is it that you two came to be? Because if you can start recognizing this early on in the process before you even book a client, you can save yourself a lot of headache. You can save yourself even more headache if you start creating a brand that attracts the people that you want. There is a saying out there that says, I can't believe what you say because I see what you do. So if you are projecting an image on social media or on your website, even when you communicated with people in a meeting and you are coming up with a totally different result as far as your work product or your workflow, then that is a problem. That is a huge problem. And, you know, there's an old saying that says, you know, if you have to tell someone you're a lady, then you're not. If you have to tell people that you're luxury, you're not. If you have to tell people that you're the new, fresh, and exciting thing, you're not. Your work and your body of work should be able to speak for you. So that's why, you know, we can't believe what you say because we see what you do. And you can't honestly expect a client to take a chance on you when you haven't properly invested and crafted in your brand. You're just telling people what you're willing to do. You're not showing people that you're capable of doing it. Because here we go again with the whole, you know, your art and your spin versus being skilled labor, pretty much. And that's not something that you ever want your brand to be known as. But if you do not have a great profile, a detailed profile about what your brand is and what it isn't, then you will continue to get just about any and everybody to walk through your door and expect you to service them. And that's super important. You know, I go around and I teach people all the time at workshops. I meet a lot of different wedding professionals and creative professionals and I hear their stories. I even met this one woman and she's like, you know, I'm just so busy. I've got, um, I've got about seven businesses that I run. And I was impressed because I have two plus my speaking career and four kids, two cats, two dogs, and a husband. And I have no idea how I'm not heavily medicated right now. So to have seven businesses, it's a shocker to me. And the fact that she was still standing and she wasn't like medicated or she was sober, it was, it was just amazing. So we delve deeper into the conversation and um, she's like, yeah, here, I'll, I'll show you. So she pulls up some of her Instagram accounts for her businesses. And I was like, oh, okay. So what do you do here? And she says, oh, well, this one isn't open yet, but we are going to do this. I was like, oh, okay. So she shows me another one. She's like, oh, and this one, we will do this, this, and this, but, um, you know, we're really crafting a really big launch for that. So that's why I haven't posted um, on that Instagram account in about six months. And so she's showing me some more things and I'm like, I am starting to get why 
clients aren't booking you. And she kind of looked at me with face like deer and a headlight and the eyes kind of thing. And she's like, what do you mean? And I'm like, well, honey, you don't have seven businesses. You have seven Instagram accounts. I mean, let's be real here. You know, hashtag your baby is ugly. You, you really don't have seven businesses. You have seven Instagram accounts because you're not doing anything with any of them. One isn't completely set up. One isn't ready to launch. One isn't even viable right now. Another one, you're not even communicating or um, working with your audience. So no, you are not running seven businesses. You may have had seven business ideas, but right now all you have to show for it is seven Instagram accounts. And if this is something that you tout to potential clients, then they see first, none of your businesses are related and that's completely fine. But none of your businesses are related, nor are they viable or are they currently functioning right now. So it makes you look flighty. It makes you look like a space cadet. Like you can't set down roots. So either, you know, you move around too much and you're not dedicated to any one thing or you're not successful at anything that you're touching. So you just bounce around from one thing to the other. There is no way in hell anybody is giving you any type of money when that is the image that you're putting down. Okay. So ask yourself personally right now, does your brand have seven businesses or does it have seven Instagram accounts? So that means it's time for us to get to work. We are going to refresh and renew your brand because everything that you need all centers around your brand. And if you aren't telling the proper story, then you are allowing other people to tell that story for you. Last night, we were in the boot camp and I expressed that same thought and I was telling them about a Indian wedding that we had. And I asked the bride if they had a wedding hashtag that they wanted to use for their wedding. I always ask all of my couples this so we can make sure that we put this in our um, event dossier to give out to the vendors. And she's like, no, I don't think we want one. And I was like, you might want to consider it. And she's like, no, 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 nobody's going to use it. It'll be fine. So the groomsmen thought it would be wonderful to just come up with one to use for all of the pre-wedding events and the wedding day. And they decided to use hashtag Anu's wedding. The only problem is, is that Anu is spelled A-N-U. And what was supposed to be Anu's wedding looked like anus wedding. And that's not something the bride wanted connotated with her event at all. She was mortified. So the moral behind that story is if you don't craft and tell your own story, if you don't control the narrative, then you allow other people to do it for you. So if you are out here with your seven businesses, seven Instagram accounts, you are allowing people to dive deeper into that to see if you are flighty if you are unsuccessful, and that's the going to be the narrative that they have. If you have several images on your website that are lower par, even on your Instagram, then that is going to be the narrative that they have. So you control the story and you can control the narrative because then at that point, that is how you are going to start getting the type of clients that you want. We cannot do anything for your business, not raise your prices. We can't come up with new services. We can't even figure out who you should network with because we have no idea 
what your brand is and what it stands for. And I can tell you for one, I am completely judgmental about who I network with, who I give referrals to, because that's my name that I have to put on that. So if I can't mesh with your brand or you have no idea who you are, then absolutely not. No, we we can't. And you can be as sweet as pie, but you are asking me to put my reputation on the line and you haven't even done half of what you need to do to start working with clients, to start bringing in the type of clients that you want or even the type of clients that I want. So there isn't really a benefit there for me. So it is so important before you do anything, you know, before you go on Etsy and buy a logo, before you go on Creative Market and download a website template, before you pay thousands and thousands of dollars to have some sort of graphic designer do anything for you, you have to know who the hell you are. Because if you don't, you are going to allow two things to happen. One, somebody is going to tell you who you are because you're not strong enough to say it yourself. Or your voice both figuratively and literally, is not strong enough to tell that story on their own. Or two, right back to basics, you go back to being skilled labor. That's it. Think about all the brands that you know and love right now. You know, if they weren't strong brands, you would not shop with them. They would not have the reputations that they have. That is the same thing that you want for your own company to have a strong brand, a strong relationship, a strong story with consumers so that when they see your logo or they hear your name or they even see the colors of your brand, they quickly associate it not only just with you and your company, but the type of experience that they know that they are going to get when they work with you. If you don't have that all laid out, honey, then why are we here? All right. So, I know it sounds crazy, but let's talk about how to fix it. So you're probably thinking, okay, how do we do it? Because for a majority of people, they think something of this magnitude is going to be either overwhelming and extremely hard, or it's going to be super easy. And I'm here to tell you that it is neither. Okay, it's not going to be overwhelming. It is going to be intense, but that's because you are creating your brand image. You're creating your brand story. And that's very important. It's not going to be easy by any means. It may be natural, but it's not going to be easy. You never want it to be easy because there are so many details in this about what you do, why you do what you do, and who you are doing it for, that that's not even truly an easy question to answer right off the top of your head. And we are going to figure that all out together after a word from our sponsor. This episode of She Doesn't Even Go Here is sponsored by Carbs. When you're nursing a wedding hangover and need something to make the 15 hours on your feet melt away, try Carbs. Side effects include weight gain, lethargy, type 2 diabetes, brain fog, and rapid aggression towards other humans looking at your food. If a stalk of celery makes you sick after a hard-worked wedding day, honey, you need Carbs. Let's do this. First thing I want you to do is to figure out what is it that you absolutely love about your brand right now. Write it down. You definitely want this. Pick three things. Pick three things 
that you have also been told that your clients love about your brand. Then I want you to pick another three things that your colleagues who have worked with you love about your brand. Now you have nine things. Well, really you have six things. You have what you think and you have six things of what other people think. And that's what's really important because again, your brand is your relationship with the people who experience it. So I want you to compare those six things to the three things that you said about yourself. Are any of them saying the same thing? Is it something totally different? Are you winning and losing in any of those areas? All right. Now I want you to think about three brands that you have never experienced, but you really like, you would love to experience. What are your thoughts about them? What is it that you love about them? that makes you say, okay, well, you know what? One day I'm going to splurge and and get that. Or one day I am going to travel and go to so-and-so, or I'm going to eat here. Think about that. Then I want you to think about three brands that you have experienced. And I want you to think about three things for each of those brands that you absolutely loved, that you would like to bring over to your own brand? How can you weave that into your brand story? Cool. All right, so now I want you to think about all of these thoughts and experiences and impressions and ask yourself if that is visually told with your images, with your logo, with your colors, with your submarks, with your icons, with your fonts. For me, I don't care who it is. It could be a neurosurgeon who is the head of everything at Johns Hopkins University. If he sends me anything in Comic Sans font, I am deleting it. I'll just take my chances. I cannot abide or tolerate Comic Sans font. The one under that is papyrus. I swear to God, I will just burn my computer up. It doesn't matter who sends it to me. I hate it. It just totally cheapens anything that anybody sends to me. I know I'm a font snob anyway, but think about that. Are your fonts telling the same story? Do they look like they resonate with the story that you're telling everybody else about what it's like to work with you, what it's like to talk with you, what it's like to be at one of your events, what it's like to get into your creative genius moments? Make sure that everything is telling the same story. Here's why all of this is so important. This week, well, not this week because it's Monday. Last week, Tiffany came out of the box, their little blue box, and they started offering people paper clips, a gold paper clip, and I believe a sterling silver paper clip. The sterling silver is $165. The gold paper clip is $1,650. You have to have one of the most amazing brands in the world to have the balls to sell someone a paperclip for $1,650 and people have already bought it. 
What is going to be your paperclip moment? What is it that you need to do right now to fine tune your brand and to get yourself to Tiffany? Because Tiffany knows they already have a market that loves what they do and will buy that close to $2,000 paperclip. Right now, you're struggling to find someone to pay you $2,000 for full service. It's a struggle because your brand is not resonating and you're talking to the wrong people. And it's a circle. You're talking to the wrong people because your brand isn't resonating. So let's fine tune those brands. Think about what you have experienced and what you love and incorporate that into your own brand. Think about how other people are experiencing you. And honestly, figure it out if it's good or bad because you've got work to do either way. It really does not matter. But once you start fine-tuning the experience, again, of what it's like to work with you, what it's like to speak with you, what it is like to get inside that creative genius where all of your magic happens, that is how you will craft a wonderful brand that has the potential to sell $1,650 gold paper clips. I am excited for you guys. I hope you take these next 21 days to really hone in on what you want for 2019. I don't care what your goals are. If it's to double the amount of bookings that you had this year, if it's to have a better caliber of clients, if it's to do less weddings at a higher price point, I hope that you reach every single goal. And the best way for you to do that is to make sure that your brand is on point. All right, so is as always, it is amazing talking to you guys. Uh, you can always find me at Cocktail Terica on Instagram where I share and drop some of my jewels, my daily wisdom, my coaching advice. You guys can come see some more behind the scenes stuff of the boot camp and what's going on there. But of course, stay in touch with me because I want to hear how things are going for you. I want to get you excited about your business and I want you to do well with your business too. So until we meet again, go run the world.